Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Good afternoon. Welcome to the marketplace. Coming up, Association of Oil Marketing Companies raising an alarm of more than 4,000 outlets across the country running out of fuel. Meantime, the clock is ticking towards a shortage in supplies, especially to gas stations. Also coming up, Automobile Assemblers Association of Ghana retrace calls for a ban on sale of used and salvaged vehicles. We call on government and ask the Ministry of Finance and the Ministry of Trade and Industry to assist and accelerate the implementation of these provisions as soon as possible. Also coming up, Deputy Minister of Trade and Industry, Dr. Stephen Amwa, urges small and medium-sized enterprises to incorporate proper financial and managerial practices to grow their businesses as World SME Day is marked. The business money is not your money. Once you understand that, you move. But if the smallest challenge, you go and take money from your business money, you're collapsing the business. My name is Daryl Kwao. Thanks for joining us. Details coming up. story, the Association of Oil Marketing Companies is raising alarm of more than 4,000 outlets across the country running out of fuel. The pump stations since Monday have not refilled their stock after tanker drivers declared a nationwide strike over terrible rules leading to its depots. Meanwhile, the clock is ticking towards shortage in supplies to gas stations. We're already hearing of shortages in some parts of the country. Vice uh, President of the Liquefied Petroleum Gas Marketers Association Gabriel Kumi joins me on Zoom uh, to discuss this. What is the situation on the ground as you monitor across the country? Hello? Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now, Derek. Yes, I was asking about the situation on the ground as you monitor across the country. Um, Derek, I did indicate on Monday that if this uh, strike is averted, Within 48 hours, we will start seeing queues at, at RPG outlets. And that's exactly what is happening now. Um, at the moment, um, some stations have run out, and that has put a lot of pressure on the ones that have stock. 
But looking at the stock situation, within 24 hours, if they don't get if they don't get any refill, by Friday we are going to have serious prices on hand. And we know Friday will leading into the weekend, and, and and that will be very 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 difficult for the country. Um, so far, we haven't had any uh, a firm response um, from government as 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 as. as um, uh, uh, as, as regards to what they are going to do with this strike. Um, but I think now the, 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 the violation is over. Uh, a lot more attention should be shifted to, to, to solving this, 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 this uh, potentially dangerous problem that we have having on that. Uh, you say that there has not been any firm response from the government, but so far, are you satisfied with uh, the way they are handling the issues? I know a team from the Ministry of Rules w- went to meet the uh, tanker drivers yesterday to tour the roads. Is that satisfactory enough to begin with? Not at all. If you listen to the drivers, their demand is to get the road fixed. It's not about touring the place and giving speeches and statements. They want practical solution to the problem, not not worse, not rhetoric. So we are urging government to, to divert all attention and all resources towards resolving this issue. If we are to, to, to divert, even if we are to divert just about one 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 tenth of the resources that we use at Asenot, I think we should be able to fix this uh, potentially dangerous problem that we are having on hand. Um, the oil marketing companies are, are, are having a bite of, of, of what is happening. We are having some challenges with, with, with supply, obviously. This is really going to affect our patients, but we think that the, the, the legitimacy of the driver's demand cannot be contested. This is something that we need to fix. We should not wait till we have another October uh, 7, 2017 disaster before we rush in to fix this problem. We have to fix it as immediately as possible. The rains are in, and, and, and look at what happened at, at, at Circle. Do we want similar thing to occur before we, we, we tackle the problem? I think the Minister for Rose and, and the Ministry of Finance should find the money and fix this problem as immediately as possible. You know, this problem has been long-running. It's been over seven years. In 2017, a contractor was, was, was made to go to mobilize and go, go, go and fix the roads. But... I think along the line, he wasn't getting the necessary funding that he needed. So he pulled out. And these boys every year threaten to strike. But we step in and appeal to them, looking at the sensitive nature of what they do and the fact that we need to be very considerate when we are doing something like this because it's going to hurt our country and hurt our economy. But they, they've had enough. They've had enough. They can't take it any longer. Over the weekend, we tried very, very, very hard to avoid this situation. But they will take none of what we are saying. And uh, if you listen to them, they are, they are taking lowest. They want practical solutions. So the earlier government stop this, we will go and meet them. We will the clock is ticking. Look, the stocks at the stations are running out. I don't, I don't, I don't know if you can appreciate the magnitude of the problem that, 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 that we are facing. But if this thing is not solved by tomorrow and we enter into Friday, you know, there will be Saturday, there will be Sunday. <laughs> we will have a serious crisis on hand by, by, by the week. Uh, just 30 seconds, what would you tell the government? What quick steps should they take right now? Government should order all contrasted. I know government can marshal resources if they want to. We saw what they have been able to do at Asin North. 
it's, 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 it's remarkable. And we think if they divert half of that attention, half of those resources towards fixing this road, towards fixing roads that gives government enormous amount of money in terms of taxes, we need government can do that, and we want government to do that immediately. It's not about we are going to meet the drivers, we are going to dialogue. They are taking nothing apart from fixing the roads. Our stocks are running out, and somebody must listen to us. We have to fix this problem immediately. Our economy is not doing too well. We don't want this to come and add and deepen the woes of our economy. Please, government, fix this problem I-A-A-A-S-A-P, immediately, is something that needs immediate solution, not talks, not meetings, practical solutions. Organize the, the, the contractors. Let's find the money for them. Let's get to the site, and let's face this road for the drivers to go back to work. All right. Uh, Gabriel Kumi, Vice President, LPG Marketers Association. Like he indicates, we have just uh, till Friday, and we'll see a real crisis at hand at LPG uh, stations. We don't want that to happen. Now, the Automobile Assemblies Association of Ghana has retreated calls on government to ban the sale of used and salvaged vehicles in the country. According to the president of the association, Jeffrey Opompe-Pratt, this is necessary to cushion the automotive sector into becoming a major contributor to Ghana's economic growth. He was speaking at the maiden edition of the Ghana Automotive Summit. The Made in Ghana Automotive Summit gave experts in the industry the opportunity to discuss challenges and opportunities present in the assembling of cars. The summit was held under the theme, creating a new economic backbone for Ghana and the sub-region. Delivering his address, President of the Automobile Assemblies Association of Ghana, Jeffrey Opompepra said, The sale of used and salvaged vehicles in the country is a major challenge hindering the growth of the automotive industry. There are, however, a few provisions of the GADP still outstanding, and we call on government and ask the Ministry of Finance and the Ministry of Trade and Industry to assist and accelerate the implementation of these provisions as soon as possible to help and ensure the sustainable growth of our feeding industry. This includes binding of the sale of used cars older than 10 years as well as stopping the sale of salvage vehicles and then implement implementing the provision of the 35% duty on vehicles imported in the same category as those assembled locally. Minister of Trade and Industry Katie Hammond said government is committed to creating an enabling environment for the industry to thrive. We recognize the need to make new and affordable vehicles widely available. As the rest of the world is confronted with economic developmental headwinds, Africa must reposition itself readiness to welcome car manufacturers to bolster our own supply and boost our prospects for intra-regional trade. Besides Ghana, Kenya, Nigeria, and Rwanda, other African countries which are emerging as new alternative manufacturing hubs, in addition, of course, to the traditional hubs of Morocco, 
South Africa, and Egypt. In order to attract further investment for the development of an integrated automotive industry and to highlight the multiplier effect in developing the industry, we in Ghana have developed a components and past manufacturing policy to enhance our local content and the localization of spare parts for the aftermarket and ultimately component supplies for vehicle assemblies. Ghana's automotive industry was valued at $4.6 billion in 2021. To mark the 2023 World Micro Small and Medium Sized Businesses Day, the Ghana Enterprises Agency has held a forum to improve partnerships and enhance engagements with MSMEs. Speaking at the ceremony, which was dubbed a day with the CEO, Deputy Minister of Trade and Industry, Dr. Stephen Amwa called on MSMEs to ensure proper financial and managerial practices. There is more in this report. The United Nations designated June 27th as Micro, Small and Medium-Sized Enterprises Day in 2017 to honor the crucial role played by MSMEs to the contribution of the global economy. In Ghana, over 90% of business enterprises are SMEs, which contribute up to 60% of the country's GDP. To celebrate the day, the Ghana Enterprises Agency held a forum which saw business owners share their success stories and network with other players in the industry to foster partnerships which will boost growth. Speaking at the program, the Deputy Minister for Trade and Industry, Dr. Stephen Amwa, explained the need for business owners to ensure proper managerial practices. The business money is not your money. Once you understand that, you move. But if the smallest challenge, you go and take money from your business money, you're collapsing the business. You can only spend from your profit. That is where you separate ownership from control. That is, if you have a accountant, you listen to your accountant. If you have a manager, human resource, whatever it is, you, you, need to, you need to make sure that you are entirely different from the business you have set up yourself. That the business can grow out of well-defined systems. But if you think it's your business, and you, even your capital, you dip your hand into it, withdraw money from your capital, you're collapsing the business. The chief executive officer of the Ghana Enterprises Agency, Kosi Yanki Aye, said her outfit is committed to supporting the growth of Ghana's MSME sector to achieve the vision of creating one million jobs. We have equipped MSMEs with the right tools that have put them on a trajectory of growth and we will continue to do so to help them succeed in the long term. That is our promise on this day. And we need to make this promise and we need to do more. Yes, we have done a lot, but more must be done. So we will not rest. Because in order to build a resilient and a sustainable MSME and to create that one million jobs that the government has pushed us to do, we need to work with you and we need to create the opportunity for you to succeed. Some of the business owners who spoke to Joy Business commended the Ghana Enterprises Agency for their support. From the past four years, I've benefited so much from Ghana Enterprises Agency, most especially like the training. We first uh, had uh, uh, JICA through Ghana Enterprises Agency, and they took us through the 5S, how we can organize our facility, in case we have export or other companies they wanted to visit us, they will see that our facility 
is in place that can also meet the ISO standard. Running a business is not always the money, you the money that you need, but how you manage it through bookkeeping, through consistent quality, through standardization, digitalization, supply chain, how you even relate to even your suppliers, how to even communicate to your customers. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. I can boast and say that a lot of my customers, they are like, we are friends or family. With the MSME sector forming about 80% of the country's employment base, the Ghana Enterprises Agency promises to deliver on its mandate of empowering small and medium businesses to upskill and create over a million jobs. Now, the Bank of Ghana is advocating strong collaboration among financial services players to support small-scale and women-led businesses with favorable lending rates. According to the bank, this will be another effective way to revive the economy through micro-enterprises. Deputy Head of Payments at the Central Bank, Clarissa Kudou, made the call in a speech to launch the Pan-African Savings and Loans Mama project aimed at supporting women-led SMEs. She spoke on behalf of the second deputy governor, Elsia Dawaji. Here's more. Financial support program by Pan-African Savings and Loans and other partners is aimed at empowering women at various workplaces. According to the Bank of Ghana, there is the need for Ghanaian women to take advantage of other innovative private sector-led programs to scale up their businesses and to make the society a better place. Speaking on behalf of the second deputy governor of the Bank of Ghana, assistant head of payment systems at the Central Bank, Clarissa Kudawu called for more partnerships to support women-led SMEs. I'd like to encourage MSMEs, particularly women-owned or women-led businesses, to take advantage of these opportunities and also to participate, also to encourage other financial institutions to join the first blast project in a bid to increase access to finance for women, as we expect interest rate on the market to trade downwards. I call for more partnership with MasterCard Foundation, Capital Plus, and the likes to increase the support for the MSME subsector. Managing Director for Pan-African Savings and Loans, Emilia Atafin, expects that the project will transform more women-led businesses as well as drive financial inclusion among women. Women are less financially included than men are. So we wanted to support, to financially include the women. And so we came up with this program to support them. We know that normally people would look at programs and come up with a certain product um, that is specifically geared towards the women. But we thought we'd come up with a bundle that would include financial services and non-financial services to support the women. So just give us brief highlights of this whole bundle. Is it, does it have to do with loan? Does it have to do with training? Does it have to do with uh, support service? Whatever it is, just a highlight of it. Okay, so every bundle 
is geared towards a certain segment of women. We segmented the women so that whatever products that we have will be specifically geared towards them. So you wouldn't um, bunch together the person who's just started um, selling to the person who's been selling already. You know, we try to bunch them together. And so we have in every basket or in every bundle, we have savings products, we have loan products, and then we have non-financial services. The Ghana Microfinance Institution Network is also supporting this initiative as part of its advocacy. You're watching the marketplace now. Governments are taking steps to regulate artificial intelligence, and Ghana is not left out of this too. Communications Minister Eslozukufu a few weeks ago assured legislators of plans by the government to regulate the proper use of artificial intelligence in Ghana. According to her, plans are far advanced to enact a legal framework uh, to regulate the use of AI in the country. Well, joining me is uh, Joy Business Tech Analyst um, Isaac Atasenyako to discuss this further. Great to have you in the studio. So, first of all, let's talk about how AI is taking shape in Ghana. Well, how, how are we going with adopting the use of artificial intelligence? Well, um, Daryl, thanks for having me. I see that um, it's growing, and um, when we look at it individually, take it on the individual basis, a lot of people are now beginning to employ a lot of AI tools in their daily activities. We look at students using some AI tools in completing their assignments, you know, workers now relying on AI. For instance, those in the social media space like this can use some AI tools to model content and also to help them in their SEM analysis as well. So it's gradually taking shape. With regards to creating and modeling the tools as well, a lot of people, so Dr. Stephen Moore comes to mind, a lecturer at the University of Cape Coast, Mm -hmm. who received a 30,000 grant from the artificial intelligence, the Google Artificial Intelligence Research Center here in Accra, to be able to model an AI language tool which can essentially bridge the language gap. So if we take a, uh, take a look at health, for instance, now it will become easy for a doctor or a specialist in Russia to be able to communicate to someone in Swahili, Kiswahili, or here, let's say, Mampusi. Then they can be able to communicate. The person in the northern region can speak their language. The person or the doctor in Russia will be able to easily translate and understand And likewise, in the area of Agric as well, a lot of tools, a lot of people are creating tools that can aid in the development. Yeah, and I've heard of uh, so many innovative stuff, and it's going to make our lives easier. But tell us about the risks that we are exposed to, for which reason uh, governments around the world, and now as you hear in Ghana, um, are taking steps to regulate the use of AI. Well, um, I think the call to regulation began sometime um, two months ago or so in the U.S. Senate, when um, you know, the likes of Elon Musk and all of that began calling for regulation. As a matter of fact, the CEO of um, OpenAI, Sam Altman, who is the creator of ChatGPT, which broke the whole AI scene, actually is calling for regulation. And the bit about regulation is important because, now first off, innovation is always ahead of regulation. It's difficult. Even if you look at the industrial revolutions, it all breaks up or innovation breaks up before we are able to find a way to regulate the space. Now, I'll give you an example. Now, in that um, um, Senate meeting, 
a voice of um, one of the senators was played, mm -hmm. a doctored voice actually, with a doctored face. I remember that. <laughs> Great. Now, that's some of the Rick supposes. I remember some time ago as well, um, rapper, musician Drake, you know, a song of his broke on the internet, which apparently was created by an AI. Now, these are some of the risks it create. Not only that, you know, in the pers or in the areas of imperson uh, personification, right. but um, also in businesses. Job losses is one of the greatest risks that people are beginning to talk about. That it could lay people. I, I know off. initially there was a conversation about whether we even have jobs to do once um, AI takes over. Mm. But um, what would re re regulation mean uh, for usage of AI? Um, wouldn't this stifle innovation? Mm. Well, yes, to some extent it will because AI is in its growth process and to be able to fully, you know, actualize its potential, we need to allow it to grow, to explore all the various sectors to be able to create, you know, I mean, um, some innovations. Mm -hmm. However, um, there's this bit, especially about the ethical use of AI. Now, we look at cybersecurity breaches and the fact that AI is able to crack some codes and break into some, you know, security software. And even the bit about the, um, you know, AI mimicking people and all of that, this can be a huge threat. And so this is the part of the argument where people say we need to be able to regulate this, to control this sector so we don't fall in, you know, such dangerous situations in the near future or we don't fall in a situation where it gets out of hand and we are not able to control it. Welcome to the Euromax Anniversary Show. Today we're looking back at the best recipes, travel reports and architecture. And we'll include some highlights from the past two decades. So take a walk down memory lane with us. Plus we'll see which Euromax report has triggered the most views on social media. All this and more coming up on the 20th anniversary of Euromac. Conversation. I'll give you an example again. Now, when we look at uh, Twitter's layoffs, there's this bit about regulating this space about remote working, which forms part of the tech space. Concerns are that if Ghana had a proper regulation concerning remote work and employment, Ghanaian workers of Twitter who were laid off would have had better severance packages. So the whole question about regulation of this whole tech space is important. However, it's also because innovation is way ahead and it's difficult to control some of these things, especially when Ghanaians are not the one, you know, building the, you know, the, the big AI tools. We are exactly. only copying models that exist, and that's how come we are growing. It's difficult if we introduce regulation. What are we regulating? What exactly do we want to regulate? How do we allow the sector grows because it's the future? And those are really important questions. Thank you so much, um, Isaac Atasenyako, joining us uh, with a look at AI in Ghana and steps to regulate it. And that's the marketplace, everyone. Thanks for watching. Uh, there is more news on our website, myjoyonline.com forward slash business. Uh, you can catch up on all the day's stories. Thanks for watching. Enjoy your holiday. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. 
la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.